Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Ibiza Talk podcast. Today we'll be talking about Ibiza and its club culture. Um, this is a really important topic to me, which I'd like to share with all you guys. So yeah, uh, I just want to welcome to the studio Amanda and, and Bailey. Hello. Yeah. Um, so Amanda has been to Ibiza herself, while um, Bailey is a huge EDM fan. So yeah, welcome. So yeah, Amanda, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I love Ibiza. I love chilling on the beach and listening to good music. Mm, okay, okay. What else do you like to do in your spare time? Rave, constantly. Like, like raving, yeah? Yeah. What else as well? Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so yeah, what about you, Bailey? Right, well, obviously I've never been to any of these festivals, but it is always been a dream of mine to go to one of the festivals. Last year on Spotify, uh, EDM was my most listened to category. So, especially when it comes to like being as like a child and being, you know, in the car with my dad. Oh, like around your parents. Yeah, yeah, my dad's always been a big fan. So it kind of rubbed off on me being around. Yeah. So the main thing I listened to as a kid. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. Yeah, not bad. What else do you like to do in your spare time? Well, you can probably tell I'm a bit of an anime geek so i love yeah. my demon slayers my jujutsu kaisens and big nerd when it comes to collectibles and stuff like that i've got st oh, statues enough. all around my room so to be fairly honest i'm a bit of an anime yeah. fan as well so oh, yeah. I, I, I i'm not gonna lie so. <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your favorite one uh don't say oshinoko it is oshinoko i can respect that I can respect yes we have also got another anime fan in the room <laughs> only demon slayer and that's it Okay. Also a good choice. Yes, a very good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, obviously this talk is about Ibiza, you know, and about the clubbing culture, about EDM. So yeah, obviously we're in October now. So obviously it's come to the end of the summer season in the Balearics, around the Mediterranean. And we've seen some amazing super club closing parties happen throughout, all the way throughout October. Um, repeat myself a bit there, but oh well. Um, so we've had parties like Music On and Solomon Plus One at the iconic Pasha, and then the Vortex Day and Night closing party at High and Ashwari Ibiza, um, and many more closing parties at Amnesia and DC10 at the airport. So yeah, what do you guys think the music has this year has brought to the clubs of Ibiza? Well, I think mainly with the resurgence of the like funk category and all these like big based songs and stuff like that it has really brought a new aspect shall we say what to clubbing to and yeah, yeah so it's not it, it's widening the um like audience of people that can go to these concerts and enjoy them and you know can go with yeah. friends family anyone you know so i don't think it's ever been as good i think it's in a really good spot right now yeah. And I think it's going to continue like that next year with oh. more music and stuff. So. Yeah. What about you, Amanda? Okay, so I think the music has actually turned rather conventional and not so good because it all rather sounds the same these days. It okay. used to be way more original. Why do you think that is? Is it because like the beat pattern is getting a bit the same or back in, like let's say, the 90s, was there more more like distinguishing qualities between the tracks what what was it that like back let's say 10 years ago the music was like really good in the clubs and now it's 
all the same. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's because Avicii died and he was the best EDM guy and there's no yeah. one better now. So it's all just progressively going downhill from here. I think we can all agree that like Avicii did impact the EDM like music industry in like a very heavy way with his style of music introducing country and EDM, blending it into one track. It was amazing. It's a tough pair of boots to fill, seeming he's gone now. So oh, yeah, definitely. It's hard to find, agree. not a replacement, but someone on the level he was. Yeah. So, yeah. Why? So, Bailey, why do you have a differing opinion to Amanda? Like, why Why do you two disagree then? Well, I think mainly because uh, of the fact it was part of my childhood. It, yeah. Listening to music does bring back, like, memories of, you know, spending time with my dad that because of, you know, growing up, you don't get to as much anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I see why you think it could have got conventional. Obviously, there's only so much you can do when it comes to, like, non-lyrical music. And I know that some of the songs do sound the same. But I think I find that is more of a nice thing than a negative because it enables, like, perfection for a song. Yeah. Like, if you like a song mostly except one little bit and then someone brings out a similar song that you like completely then i see that as a positive so. oh yeah yeah I, I totally get that and you get people who like remix songs yeah. as well and then make it their own the type of like the version of that original song you know yeah so obviously it, like that plays into it but obviously some people like that some people don't like that so um yeah obviously well, in my opinion, you know, there's a change in the music landscape and I think it's a change for the better. Like, you know, I'd be for 10 years ago in the clubs was is different to now, but that goes the same for the music as well. And I feel like the music is getting better because also the productions, like the lights, the confetti, the like the flames, everything, and the way the stage designs are, I think that also complements the music and really amplifies the experience. So, so yeah, um, I think I think at the end of the day, that's just the way it's going. I guess that's you know everyone's got their own differing opinions on it, and some people, let's say, who were in the eighties and it was their party time, they don't like the IB for of today. So. Yeah. I feel like it has got like much more like a widespread audience now, especially seeming with the introduction of social media and places like that. You know, you're seeing it online everywhere. People at these concerts with flashing lights and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So I feel like the audience has broadened quite a bit thanks to social media and people posting online. So you think like people are getting more more into it because the, yeah. the the word of the music type is spreading you we're sort of seeing it with like um rap uh in the rap sphere with like drill and not necessarily grime anymore but you know i mean that's I promoted it. heavily on social media Drill's good oh you're a drill fan are you fan. Mm, okay fair enough. fair enough so yeah i i just wanted to ask you guys as well and obviously this is like a dream for many um but yeah, if you were really, really wealthy, would you pay for a VIP area for you and your friends at an event in the club? Bearing in mind, like, VIP can, like, cost a minimum of, like, 500 euros or pounds a person at the super clubs, which, although it does include a drink's minimum spend, so let's say you can have a few bottles of champagne and whatnot, would you go for the VIP experience? I feel like it would be a good experience to try at least once. 
just because you know it's a different way you may enjoy it you may not but I feel like the main part of the festivals is being in the crowd right in front of the stage instead of properly in it yeah instead of being like like having your own area with your friends is obviously going to be nice but I feel like you use, lose a lot of the atmosphere and it takes oh. away from the experience being, oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. in a box away looking from, at stuff from a distance. Being like, oh, look at you guys down there on the dance yeah, yeah. floor. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree yeah. with you. Yeah. What about you, Amanda? What do you think about the VIP experience? Is it like you want would want to try it once just to get an experience of it? Or do you think it's like totally not needed and like, you know, it's best to be down on the dance floor or down in the common area (laughs) well if you had the money for it then i think everyone would want to do it yeah because it's much cleaner there's less drugs on the floor you know yeah and what like proper service yeah you get more champagne it's more fancy yeah rubbish is a pretty bad problem to be fair in the crowd because of how many people there are standing on things so oh yeah definitely i went to Ushwire this year and like by the time everyone it like the event comes to a close and everyone comes out the club the amount of rubbish you like see like plastic cups and everything yeah yeah literally and, and then needles. you see in, see in the middle of the pool you just see someone's beer bottle floating about <laughs> it's just like oh my god uh, you know throwing stuff everywhere so yeah it's, it's but I guess that's what it is it's a wild party yeah. you know and that goes for anywhere really feel bad for the cleanup crew Oh, oh yeah, definitely. It's like twelve o'clock at night. What two, oh, six God. in the morning? Yeah, sweep all of these up. bottles. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. <sighs> Pardon me, I'm getting out of breath. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta admit, in in my going back to VIP, in in my opinion, I think it's like great if you want to sit down at the booth or you know on one of the sofas, you know, having a bottle of champagne, watching the event with friends, and you know drink the night away if you're into that you know however like you know i don't think the vip experience is great for dancing as like because you've paid for all that money to be in that vip area you feel restricted and like to dance not on the dance floor (laughs) so you see all the people dancing down there and you know but you know you're up there in the vip with like two of your friends dancing must feel a bit left out yeah i well i saw a video on social media of these two guys and two girls who paid for vip uh one of the ib for clubs and you can see everyone in the crowd dancing and they're like flexing going like oh look at us in the vip area but then you see the video of them dancing and it's just two of them (laughs) dancing away and then you've got everyone else dancing having a good time and it just feels like they're left out, even though they've paid so much more money. <laughs> Maybe they're antisocial. Possibly. That could be a possible reason why. That is yeah. a good way to counteract that problem. If you don't like big crowds and you want to go to one of these events, you could get a VIP area. But... Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, guys. Um, so, I, I just also want to ask some more, like, sub-questions on the topic of VIP experiences within the clubs. Like, do you think, possibly think that, like, the VIP areas or experiences... Uh, like within the nightclubs or day clubs are a ripoff or do you think they're like an essential funding stream for the event organizers because obviously the money and how it comes into the event that plays a crucial role in the funding and the production of the event i definitely think they're a um a substantial point of income like you get rich people or like a lot of rich people going to these events so i think having a vip section is kind of mandatory for those people um yeah yeah it, it, it all depends on how much money a person has. 
pounds to one person can be a lot and then it can be nothing to another person. So oh yeah, I think totally. yeah. making them as cheap as possible is a good idea, but also you have to realize that it is a big point of funding. They do need money to keep doing the events. And if they're not making enough money from the VIP sections, they will just get rid of them. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Like, well, as you say, like to to one person, there are like quite a lot of rich people out yeah. there. Like just going back to my personal experience, I was I was in Ibiza and like I, I normally spend a hundred pounds. That's a lot to me, you know? Yeah. And that's what I spend for a night. There was two Germans, right, at the bar and they were there was this Scottish guy, and he was discussing with them, and they blew twenty grand like euros, yes. twenty thousand euros in a night. That's and I I think like that was must it on be drugs? nothing to them. Well, you never know. <laughs> it's probably on alcohol and Al- food. Yeah, you know, the normal things people have at a concert. Actually, they have loads of drugs at concerts in Ibiza. Well, that that well, is true. That is a lot. I gotta admit. It all depends on where they are. Yeah, some are allowed, some are not. Yeah. Which that is a big problem. Mm, but yeah. it's a problem that is it yeah. isn't so easily avoidable. Well, well, I I don't know if we're ready to go on to the uh, yes. topic of drugs <laughs> yet, but we'll get to that possibly. Swiftly on. Yeah. But obviously like it's that still that balance of like these people they that's nothing to them spending a few grand in a night compared to other people where they're on the dance floor and they're like, I'm gonna spend a hundred pounds tonight. You know? Yeah. And it's like that's that's how it is. So, it's, yeah, it's just people's expectations of like. Some people like spending a lot of money. Some people like to save as much money as possible. Some people just don't care. So. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Amanda? Well, I think it'd be quite a rip off if you were poor because there'd be absolutely no point in it. Oh, mean like you wouldn't be able to enjoy yourself because you know you you've spent that much. Well, money no, you wouldn't even have the money to begin with for it. So. Yeah, true. Well, I guess you wouldn't be let in if you didn't have the money to pay for it. (laughs) You know, I I guess I'm sort of seeing what you mean. Let's say if you only had £500 to get, let's say, let's set the price of VIP at £500. How would, like, you know what I mean? Like, you've only got that £500 to spend on going to that that VIP area and then you've got no money to spend on anything else. Yeah, like you you need to eat food and survive, so you've got to save some. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get that. So, like, do you... Like, do you guys, like, would you guys think that you would really need to get the true clubbing experience and atmosphere from buying VIP rather than being in the crowd on the dance floor? Not really. Do you think you get get the same amount of true, like, atmospheric experience within the club if you were just going there as, like, a standard ticket? I definitely think standard tickets are probably the way to go if it's, like, your first time trying to figure out whether you like the events because that is where everything happens. The dance floor is the main, you know focal point of the events besides the music uh, but then again if you are someone that doesn't like crowds and you are someone that likes to stay on your own then you know vip areas are probably a good go ahead if you do want to try out one of these events but maybe don't want to be around all the people that go to them as well yeah yeah of course like i totally get that um so yeah now that we've discussed vip areas surrounding ib for clubbing like you know to a great extent, I suppose, <laughs> you know, I would like to know from your, your guys' opinions, like on Ibiza and the super clubs in general, um, considering that Ibiza is like the dance music centrist where everyone who loves EDM, they flock to that island. You know, it's like where all this, it's like where so, a, a space where everyone shares the same things in common, you know, yeah. 
like, oh, I love dance music. It's like when two dogs in a room, like, oh, I love dance music. Oh, you love dance music too. You know, they start sniffing their bums. When do dogs like dance music? No, but like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, I like that. Oh, so do you. You know, that kind of thing. Similarities. Like not, between not, people. not dogs necessarily. <laughs> like I think that was the, the wrong example there. That, that was the wrong example, I gotta admit. Thank you for correcting me, Amanda. <laughs> but yes, considering that Ibiza is the dance, like the central area for dance music and like where everyone flocks to go would you ever go like cl- clubbing for a summer in ibiza or like if you've already gone like you amanda would you like to go again or like would you recommend it to others at all well i'd definitely go again it was really good in the summer not so much in the winter though it's too cold no i suppose not yeah well there's not much clubbing in the winter isn't it they are saying that there are a couple clubs open in the winter but i guess there's most always a people- few no, I much prefer yeah. the the cold weather personally. So it is a bit awkward when it's trying to yeah. figure out when to go because, like you said, there's not many events in the the winter cold months. But so we, you, we can hope. We can hope. So you're more of like a winter raver then. You uh, like going to the winter events like I, out I, of Ibiza, I like the festivals and all. Don't like being crowded by people when everyone is really sweaty because of how hot it is, and you're jumping up and down, and it, it's not a pleasant smell. Yes, you like a colder climate for it yes. to count, counteract the hotness. <laughs> it, it, it counteract make... the BO. Yes, yes. Yeah. The BO is, is a big problem. I, I do agree there is a lot of BO. Like <laughs> people are dancing on dance floors. And all is that, that coming from you? Coming from well, a, bit, possibly, bit, a bit of everyone. Yeah, a bit of everyone. Every, every, yeah, a bit of everyone. <laughs> everyone ends up a bit stinky by the end of it. I'm not going to lie, it was probably coming from you as well, Amanda. So. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm only joking. So, yeah. But yeah, no, like that's fair enough. You know, like that's that's what it's like, really. You know, um, everyone loves to flock there, but like obviously everyone's got their own different opinions. Some people like going Tomorrowland in Belgium. Some people like going Creamfields in Manchester up north. You know, to those types of festivals. You know, where the the music is heavily inspired by Ibiza, and like you've got Tomorrowland Winter in the French Alps, right in the snow, a music festival. It, festival I'm, i can't pronounce today in the snow you would not believe it would that you? sounds like paradise to be yeah. fair <laughs> yeah. uh literally you know you know axwell amanda don't you of course yeah he played uh tomorrowland winter um last year i think it was no this year i'm, I'm forgetting <laughs> yeah like i watched the live stream they were live stream and it was such like an amazing performance so so yeah um saying that with ib for being the summer paraguay Paradise. I'm going to have a drink in it. <laughs> Paradise. What do you guys think about Ibiza in the media and like pop culture? Do you think the island is like represented well within the music scene? I, I have to say it is probably like the Disneyland of music. Like if you are a big music fan, that's the one place everyone dreams of going. So I'd, I'd say it has a pretty positive image. Obviously, there's going to be people on the internet that disagree with it because of how many people are there and how much alcohol and stuff like that. But there's people on the internet that disagree with everything. So some things can't be helped. But I definitely think it is the focal point of where people aim to go when it comes to like them liking music. Everyone wants to go there. So obviously, including myself, haven't had a chance to go, but... Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. What about you, Amanda? Do you think like Ibiza's represented well within like pop culture, within the music culture as well? Well, I think that a lot of chavy people are going these days and they keep posting it on 
Instagram and such, and then it's making other people think, oh, it's not so much about the music, it's more about the, you know, the, the drinking a lot, etc. Like, et like pub crawl kind yeah. of people, yeah. No, I totally get that. Like, there, there does seem to be, like, a bit of a stigma around Ibiza because, like, I brought my friend only just a couple months ago before the closing parties, and he said to me, this is something that I remember very well, yeah, wait a minute. I um, Yeah, he said, uh, basically, he said to me that he thought that the island was only just for partying when he said, well, that's just so far from the truth. Like, because it's so much more than that. It's for the lush beaches. It's for the, um, you know, it's for the pine trees. It's for the lush coasts. It's for, you know, the even the hippie retreats, the spa and the wellness, the lovely cliffs, the beautiful clear water, you know? And he said it's like much better than that, you know? And, and for other activities like jet skiing and all that and going to the sister islands of Formentera. So, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. But I got I got to say, in my opinion, I do think, like, the island is represented well, especially, like, you know, within the music scene. Because, obviously, like, there's... I don't know if you guys know the song I'm good yeah I'm feeling yeah, right. yeah, you know that yeah. song that's you guys know that song. that's a great it's, it's song like, it's like one of the most popular songs that was filmed the whole music video is in Ibiza if oh, you really? look at the music video oh, I, yeah, I don't that. know if you guys watch music videos much of but course I watch music videos yeah from part, I, literally part part of I'm good is filmed in Ushuaia with a drone doing whatever oh, that's interesting then obviously Swedish House Mafia's song from 10 years ago Miami to Ibiza very old that, well, it says it's in the tis title. It is a classic. Miami to Ibiza. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's filmed in Pasha, you know, so there, it, there is, I think, you know, it is rep represented well in the music scene. Um, but yeah, so I just want to say, do you guys think like the music videos like and other pieces of media, especially on social media, do you think they help the tourism like flourish on the island, you know, make it better? And, like, do you agree that, like, the pop culture of the island, like, helps the locals at all? Oh, definitely. Whenever you see, like, an artist going on tour, Ibiza is always one of their locations. They've always got... Yeah. It's, it's, it will be either the first one or the last one that will be there <laughs> because it's such a, a monumental place for music. And, it, you know, you can't go wrong with that. So it will bring it brings more eyes to them more eyes to the island and then just more eyes to the music in general so that's what i find though with like especially music artists within like edm as they're because they tour around each country and like they say they go to london paris like the o2 or in london yeah. their chosen place for spain if they're part of the edm <laughs> scene is ibiza it's, it's, it's not always. it's not barcelona nah. it's not madrid it's 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 ibiza it's gotta be. you know and it's just like well there must be something special about it so, um, yeah, what what about you, Amanda? Do you think it helps boost tourism? Well, if they like the person who's making the music video, then yes. Yeah. Okay. But if they really hate them, then no. No, no, well, well. That's the case with most things. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose, yeah, I suppose that's how it goes, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, so I just want to move on as well. What are your guys' opinions on, like, overfilled clubs, like overselling tickets for events and to get into the clubs past the, like... I, I don't know how to distinguish it. So it's not, it's like legally under the limit of the maximum amount of people in the venue, but they oversell it over the comfortable limit. So the to a point where you cannot dance. So like you're like, yeah, so it's still bobbing legal. about. 
so it's still legal, but it's it's overfilled in the comfort. Unpleasant. Yeah, unpleasant. Yeah. What do you guys think on that? Do you think they should scale back the number of tickets? I, yeah, I think that's on the organisers more than the people actually there. Um, you know, it's it's safety precautions in the end of the day. If there's loads of people and someone, you know, just collapses, you're not going to want to have to fight through a massive cramped crowd to get to them. Yeah, so it, it, it's a safety sense. thing as well, um, and it definitely is a problem, but... It's down to the event organisers, so... Yeah, whether they want their events. They, they, like yeah, that. they need to make yeah. sure that safety is taken into consideration. Would you agree, Amanda? Well, probably, but they just want to make some extra money, don't they? So. Yeah, I suppose so. Like, I guess they have to have a balance. Sometimes there is a bit of greed in it. I'm not, like, picking on any specific club <laughs> being like, you're greedy, but, you know, I Ushuaia. feel... Actually saying that, Ushuaia does not get overpacked. Um... <laughs> I'd I'd say from my own personal experience, High, their sister club, that's the one that gets mostly overpacked, I feel like. But things like Ushwai, I think they manage their people well going into it and like the attendees. So um yeah. I, I guess that's that's where it stands really with it. Um but yeah, I just want to wrap up the podcast here with this final topic of conversation. When the tourists come to the island in their masses, well, like me, <laughs> you know, litter can be a real issue due to like people not caring or people not putting their litter in the bin as their priority because obviously they're on holiday having a good time. So it drops out of their pockets or whatnot. Or even many tourists, they, you know, like a lot of the guys, they get intoxicated <laughs> and they forget to put their rubbish in the bin. And they just, don't just a few of them. Just a yeah, few of them. <laughs> they just chuck their bottles and whatever about you know and it, it's it's not it's not the best i gotta admit but you know um what what are your guys thoughts on this like the amount of litter generated from all these tourists that come to the island it is a problem um there are ways around it mainly being disposable cups however a lot of people don't like drinking out of paper cups because they get soggy yeah. so it you know, some people are going to be deterred from going if it's like, oh, they've got crappy paper cups and my drink's going to go everywhere because it's going to soak through the cup. But then again, you know, disposable plastic cups, yes, they're disposable, but they're not great. Like, yeah. You, we can throw them away, but it, the plastic's still there. Um, and then, you know, food-wise, you can just use paper plates. So it's not too bad. Yeah. But yeah. again, the people organizing it should take it into consideration and make sure that it's it's not going to be a problem in the end of the day, especially for the people that have to clean it up. Yeah, because, like, well, I was going to, like, ask you about, like, about pre preventative measures for waste and all that. And, <laughs> you beat know, you to it. Yeah, yeah, literally hit the nail <laughs> on the head. It, but it's like, you, you know what I mean? I guess there are ways that cat there we can prevent it going in, because obviously Ibiza is an island. It's surrounded by the Mediterranean, and there's, like so much like marine wildlife like fish crustaceans turtles especially yeah. the amount of plastic that goes into the sea and turtles eat it it's not it's not the best save the you turtles know. yeah save I the knew, turtles i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> well it's true though it's true isn't it you know and i guess there are ways in which we can you know have a good time but also not leave an impact on the environment there what what do you think commander do you think like there are preventative measures that we can take when we go on tourism, let you know, sustainable tourism, I think that's the right word, or ecotourism. 
Well, sure. I can't say much considering I'm a bit of a litterer myself. Oh, naughty, naughty. Yeah. Tut, tut. Well, the you know, I, I, I guess <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, uh, you just got to remember, like, think, oh, there's a bin there. There's a bin here. Oh, there we go. And it will go to the right place. It may be landfill, but at least it's not on the streets, you know. But, yeah, you know, I guess there are ways in which we can combat this, you know. But, like, as Bailey says, with, like, um, paper paper utensils yeah <laughs> i think that's the right Utensil, word plates yeah. and or, or wood, wood, wooden forks wood, wooden, yeah. Yeah, yeah i know that paper, paper forks would work forks. great yeah but. i was thinking about that yeah um but because obviously you know plastic can't unless it's if it's single-use plastic it can be very harmful yes. i i understand the use of like multi-use plastic like um stuff that can be used over and over again but things that are just disposable i don't i i think it's bad for the oceans definitely um but yeah, and my final question for the day, how has your guys' sun summers been? Like, are you guys looking forward to next summer? Most definitely. I'm looking to have a much better summer next year than this, you know, working a lot this summer. But next summer is definitely going to be enjoyment-focused, planning to go yeah. to, you know... Go out hey, places. Ibiza at the best of cases, but yeah. Is there, is there any other places you're like plan on going like regardless of edm uh, you know not right now i think i'd be for it is at the top of that list um you know there's a couple places you can go on holiday to, oh, it's just local like, places like butlins like, and stuff, yeah but, like local going out but, or know. like going out to the we've got beautiful lovely beaches around here especially yeah. saunton and all that you but know. in terms of big holidays of the year that is what i'm choosing so yeah what about you, Amanda? You you looking forward to next summer? Had well, a good summer this year. I couldn't go to Ibiza this year, so hopefully next summer I'll be able to. But I'm going to Lanzarote next year, so that might have similar Ibiza vibes. Yeah, should do. It's it's still a Spanish territory, so get a good feel for it. It'll be music, so. Yeah, maybe not the mecca that Ibiza <laughs> is, but it is a very lush island. I gotta admit. So hopefully you have fun there. So yeah, um, I just want to say yeah thank you very much for tuning in I, thank you for having us <laughs> yeah and i just want to say thank you very much to bailey and amanda coming in and sharing their experiences and what they like you know so yeah EDM. uh thank you very much for tuning in and peace out Bye bye <laughs>